Las Vegas starts now. Yes, it does. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome from Las Vegas, Nevada, that groovy little podcast that gives you a true first-person look into what it's like to call Sin City your home, the living in Las Vegas podcast. Yes, it is! Yahoo! Incoming! I am the god of thunder. And now your host, yes. a man who clearly needs some kind of introduction, otherwise you wouldn't know who he was. Mr. Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the Living in Las Vegas podcast here on the Vegas Video Network. Oh, thank you so much. And by the way, let me be the first to congratulate you because you're watching or listening to the longest-running podcast about Las Vegas that actually originates from Las Vegas, which means that we're not only going to cover what it's like to live here, but we're going to be talking about our adventures. Where? On the Strip, downtown, Fremont Street, other cool places here in this valley. And by the way, if you're a tourist or a visitor, oh, maybe you're a fan, you might even be thinking about to Las Vegas. Well, guess what? This show's like your own secret handshake to all things cool and groovy. By the way, the free show is available on the first and third Tuesdays of every month at 7 o'clock Pacific time at VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Again, VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. As Christina Aguilera might say, come on over. Come on over, baby. There's some pretty groovy things happening over here. First and foremost, pre-show. That's right. We start our show at 7 o'clock, lying as long as Cox allows it to happen. And so far, so good. And we do the show for about an hour. And then after the pre-show, we do post-show. We do VVN 2.0, Vegas Video Network After Dark, where you get to hear what we really think. There's some things that we say on the show that we, you know, that are on record. But there are some things that we want to say, but we can't say it on the show. So that happens in the post. By the way, you also get to meet some of the nicest people in the whole wide world. That's right, the live chatters. These are the loveliest bunch of coconuts uh, in the grove, if you will. You can see them on the screen right now. You see Gregor and Pops and Bill and there's Ted and Bob and Mike and Ace of Bats and Vegas Wheel. All kinds of cool people up there and they're in the live chat to welcome you uh, give you what are in essence digital hugs and say thanks for being a part of our family these people show up sometimes an hour before our show because they love each other that much it's pretty fantastic by the way i'm your host scott whitney konnichiwa buenas noches how you doing hot stuff i am the owner and proprietary of the vegas video network so on behalf of the entire network thanks for watching all of our shows and on behalf of this groovy little podcast Thanks for playing along as well. But I don't do this alone. There are some things I do do alone, but this is not one of them. Wait a minute. I have done this alone. Oh, my God. It all has a kind of a masturbatorial vibe to it. I have to stop now. I'm a little uh, turned on. Not by me, by this man right here, ladies and gentlemen. It's Pimpin' Wayne. And really, I mean, can you blame him? I mean, if you had this sitting across right? from you for an hour and a half on the first and third Tuesday of every month, <laughs> You'd uh, you'd be a little hot and bothered. It's too. a wonder I can get any work done. By the way, if you check his lower thirties, change. He's now the international sensation, as opposed to previously he was a man of mystery at some uh, domestic domestic man of but mystery. But now I'm international, primarily because of Canada. Correct. Right, Canada Which likes is us. A nation that is 
friendly. out of the country. Well, that's right. That makes it a different nation and international. And they're the nicest people you ever meet. Mm-hmm. I have, have you ever met a mean Canadian? Never. Unless they play hockey. Those motherfuckers will knock you out. But other than that, um, and speaking of live chat, excellent segue. We have a couple new live chatters. John in Ohio, he wrote, I bought a new Roku this summer, and there you were. Hi. I am a musician also. I dig what you're doing. I noticed that Wayne is from Northeast Ohio. He is. What's weird about John from Ohio, his actual name is Dave from Poughkeepsie. That's right. Everybody's from Poughkeepsie. So, John, welcome to the live chat. Thanks for playing along. Also, um, arguably one of the best chat names I've seen, Who's Your Daddy? Who's your, like the basketball Who's Your mm-hmm. thing? Indiana. Indiana, thanks. Mm-hmm. Who's Your Daddy? His name is Ron from Santa Barbara. <laughs> I'm not sure where the Hoosier part came from, but he found me after I posted on Quora. Do you remember Quora? I don't. No. So Quora is this website where people ask questions and you answer them. And for a little while, I thought, well, you know, I'll spread my seed by answering Las Vegas questions. So mm-hmm. I did this. This had to be four years ago. I'm like, eh, it's not going to work. No one's going to watch me. Boom. There you go. Who's uh, your daddy? Ron from Santa Barbara has discovered us because of Quora. So let's get started. Let's, as long as that entails you keeping your seed. <laughs> Mr. Whitney, we would ask you to keep your seed, please. Do you want me to keep my seed? Nope. Keep your seed. <clears throat> so today's topic is going to be called Part One Filing a Small Claim Suit here in Las Vegas. A little background, if you please. <clears throat> So I have been running my own business now for coming up on 20 years. November of this year will be my 20th year of running my own company. And uh, it's interesting, while I was in California, before I moved here, um, I had no problem getting paid for the work that we did. And back then it was just me doing the work. At the beginning it was website stuff and then music stuff. And when I moved here it was uh, mostly podcasting and online broadcasting stuff. But when I was in California, again, you know, people paid me. And I moved to Las Vegas and I initially was working with people in California and I was, never had a problem getting paid. Never really occurred to me as it was a problem. Um, but then getting paid became a problem when I started working with local businesses. And this became apparent because people discovered me um, and our companies through the Vegas Video Network. So people would see what we were doing there and say, hey, that looks pretty cool. Can you do something like that for me? Absolutely. Um, And uh, all of a sudden, I, I occasionally bumped into this. Come to find out, arguably one of the top issues for small businesses is, wait for it, getting paid. A lot of small businesses struggle with that. There are people out there, there are companies out there, as a matter of fact, whose sole job is A, to get you paid, or B, I'll give you a loan waiting for invoices that haven't been paid in 90 days. It's that kind of nonsense. So it's a pretty significant thing. And if you're a small business, it's harder because, you know, I haven't got the oomph of a Fortune 500 company. I can't, you know, browbeat somebody or muscle somebody to pay me. They have to pay me because it's the right thing to do, but I can't force a big company to do that. So it puts small businesses in in a bit of an issue. And then when it comes to Las Vegas, you know, Las Vegas is a transient town. And uh, now you don't dis- you don't agree with that? Uh, 
no, I just hate when people say it's that. It's true as hell. And I see this a lot. I see people come in, tell a story about a business. A year from now, they're not here. And it's especially true for artists. I see a lot of artists who were here but for a while. But is that not right. true in other areas of the country as well? Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, actually, I do know. Um, so there's... That was quick. Well, like, I don't know. Wait a minute, Miss Scott. You actually do know. Give yourself credit. God damn it. You're a good guy. Um, it is a, a transient town. A lot of people come here because they just think they can make it because, well, it's, well that maybe it's because it's cheaper to live here or I'm a gambler. I'll be a professional gambler, uh, which never works. Um, uh, but so it just happens to, to be that way. Um, and this not paying people is super prevalent in the entertainment business. So I have had conversations with a number of entertainers who performed for a producer, did something for a producer, and never got paid. Couldn't happen. And, you know, when I hear that, you know, my God, it just, it just makes me so angry because it's just not the right thing to do. And, and I'll ask them, you know, why, why would you allow that? Why wouldn't you force these people to pay? Um, and the, the concern is it's intimidating. For most people, the idea of filing a suit, it, it feels it's an intimidating thing. It feels it's complex. I think it might be a little spooky to get in front of a judge and, and argue you, your case. Um, I had somebody today say, I'd be afraid of being wrong uh, and being embarrassed in front of a courthouse or, an, or a courtroom. Um, and the problem with that is that kind of behavior invites more bad behavior. There are people out there, small com or pe companies, who are predators and just know that I'm going to hire you and I'm not going to pay you and you're not going to do shit about it because you, you're just not going to do it. And you see this sometimes on Facebook. Happens a lot in the photography world as well, um, where um, uh, a photographer will hire a model and then not pay him. And, and these guys just don't know what to do. So the about four or five years ago, I... Uh, ran into a guy um, who saw our work on Vegas Video Network and he liked it and came in and, and he was the charmingest guy you'd ever wanna meet. Holy mm. crap, he was charming. And he had this great story. I've got this show that I've been picked up for on a local television station here. Um, I'm looking to produce that content. I've seen the work you've done on the Vegas Video Network. Would love for you to do it. I'm like, well, that's... That's pretty cool. I've never done broadcast TV stuff before. Feather in the hat, I accept. So we worked out the deal and, and we went to work on his show. It needed a lot of work to kind of be a show. And we got, you know, furniture and stuff. And we shot the first week and he paid me. I'm like, look at me. I'm doing broadcast television stuff. That's fantastic. Oh, I remember those days. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then we shot, and I'm not exactly sure of the time. I've blocked a little bit of this out, but I think we did about three weeks of other content, and he never paid for it. And I kept saying, you know, hey, Rick, why don't you go ahead and pay this not, stuff? Not his real name. No, it actually, well, <laughs> kind of depends, and we'll explain what that means in a minute. Um, so, you know, hey, how about paying? Oh, no, no. Everything's great, Scott. You're doing great. No, no, fuck, I know I'm doing great. How about paying us? Well, you know, um, uh, our sponsors are a little late, but they're coming. And then, well, the TV station hasn't paid me yet, but once we get paid by them, you're on track. Well, of course, neither one of those things were happening. So I filed suit against him, and I won. A uh, small claim suit, I won $7,500. Um, it changed the way I do business. I no longer 
believe somebody is going to pay me when they say they're going to pay me. They pay me first. Now, can I clarify something, though? You most certainly Uh, You won $7,500. Don't jump ahead of where I'm going with this. Asterisk. Don't jump ahead. Yeah, that's going to be the second. So the first issue is it feels intimidating Mm. to do it. It's scary, spooky. The second issue is this. Just because you win doesn't mean you get paid. And that's what happened in this one. So I have some friends who are running, you know, sizable businesses, and they usually don't sue people because getting paid can be hard. If you're dealing with somebody who's a little shady in the first place, what are you going to do? Put a lien on their house? Fantastic. I've got they a buddy. probably don't own one. Right. I have a buddy who's, who sued somebody one and has had a lien on a house for 15 years. You don't get paid on the lien until the house gets sold. If they're not going to sell the house, you're not going to get paid. So that's great. What are you going to do? Are you going to garner their wages? I have you know, gone down that path. But come to find out, from my, in my experience, my guy uh, was a con man. And I, I don't mean I'm just giving him that name. No, 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 no. He was actually a con man. <laughs> we didn't know this until we started snooping around and come to find out. There was a website about this guy, um, about all the things he did. We did some research. He had been popped for not paying child support, for ripping off veterans. The guy was bad news. I think it was the definition of checkered past. Holy crap. I I, I feel like I had to take a shower every time I looked at that. And I actually created a site called rickthaconman.com to warn people about this. It actually generated a a local CBS guy who did a big background story on him. And man, this guy is dark. Um, and, and, you know, did I ever get paid? No. But I did reach out to a couple people where he was going to work and say, hey, listen, I just want you to know you're dealing with a con man. Here's the money he owes me, and we're going to garner his wages if you work with him. And I did that, A, to get paid, or B, get him fired. And happened twice, and he got fired both times. So um, y- you have to fast forward now today. Is it worth the time and effort to, to sue somebody if they don't pay you. And my belief is this. Yep, it absolutely is. This is standing up for what is right, uh, what is fair. And, and it's even more so if you've got more than just yourself doing the work. I've now got, you know, Nick helping me and, and, and we're working hard. And so I found myself in another situation where a person signed a couple different agreements uh, we worked our ass off for him, and he decided that he didn't want to pay anymore. Um, and so, um, without going into a lot of the details of that, I basically said, okay, here's a solution that you could basically, instead of paying me this much that you owe me, you can pay me this, and we'll be good. And he said, well, you know, I don't want to do that. He made an offer, and I'm like, okay, that offer is interesting. You're, you know, you're, you're at least responding to me. Um, and, you know, we would, I would send him an email and he'd wait four days and tell me, you know, my email was in a spam filter. This guy's an online marketing guy and he can't find me in a spam filter? Yeah, okay. Uh, so... You do, I will say though, you do get caught in the spam filter. Well, okay, fine. But if you know I'm coming, keep me out of your spam filter. Um, and so, but he offered a solution. I thought, okay, well, you know what? I have a slight modification to that solution that will mitigate my risk. Now, basically, pay me what you want to do, but pay it up front so that I know that you won't try to cancel on me that you've already done before. And uh, he declined, and that triggered the beginning of a lawsuit. So let's talk about small claims here in Las Vegas. First, 
Um, prior when I did this, the, the, the limit was $7,500. That number has gone up. It's now $10,000. In small claims, yep. huh? Yep. Wow. Small claims is $10,000. Just for inflation, finally. It is. We were just talking about the original People's Court in California. That's right. $3,000. $3, $3, yeah, I bet it's higher now. Um, but it's $10,000 here. And what's interesting is it's monetary only which means I can't sue somebody to get my dog back in small claims. I can't sue somebody because they're playing loud music next door to me. The judge has to give a monetary reward to the winner of that suit. You have to have a loss of some kind. Yeah, it's got to be a monetary loss, mm -hmm. right? You've got to be able to attach a monetary value that, to it is what I yep. mean by that, mm -hmm. right? So like, I think sometimes you see on, on people's court, I want my dog back. That actually is not a small claims matter. Right. Um, so uh, generally, the parties represent themselves. It's called pro se, which is P-R-O-S-E. Uh, you represent yourself. Now, that's part of the thing that intimidates, I think, a lot of people is thinking that you have to argue your case in front of a judge. Um, attorneys are allowed in there. Uh, it's, I think it's considered bad form to have an attorney in there. Um, but you can do that, but you can't recover their fees. Now, I can have fees recovered for other efforts that I do on behalf of this lawsuit, mm. but if I did have an attorney, I, I couldn't recover those fees. Now, I'm in a pretty good situation in that my dad was a, an attorney, a litigator, and a professor of law, and my daughter graduated from Harvard Law School and is a professor of law. She, so well I am surrounded by lawyer folks, <laughs> and, and I actually have a kind of a, a, an a affinity for law and the idea of debates and that kind of stuff. I'm sure that shocks a lot of people, uh, but I really kind of like that stuff, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, which is probably weird. Uh, so... After you decide, okay, this is not going to work out, what you have to do is send what's referred to as a demand letter. The demand letter is from the plaintiff, which is me, and goes to the defendant, and it has to be sent by certified mail uh, with return receipts. So I have to be able to um, verify that this letter was delivered to the, uh, the defendant. Um, and then I have to wait 10 days after mailing the letter to file the case. So I'm gonna give you an example of what a demand letter sounds like. Okay. Here's mine. Now I'm gonna keep his name out of it right now because um, we haven't served him yet. And until I serve him, it's not real. So I'll keep his name Is out for now. Is that where you like have to go up and then have like a breakdance party with him like when you serve What's him? <laughs> I don't know. Like you, you got, got served? You sure you want a little bit of that, Zima? Um, so at the top, it has my name and it has an address and his name and address. And it says at the top, certified mail, return receipt requested, the date. And it says, dear, your name, this letter is in demand for payment in the amount of X. Then the next line, and by the way, this is what I got from Clark County. I asked them, you know, I did the last time. What's, what's the right way to do this so that there's no problem? And I'm like, we have a template. I accept your template. Uh, I believe I am owed this amount as a result of the following facts and circumstances. So now what you're basically doing is laying out your legal argument for what it is that you believe you are owed. So I wrote number one. I have actually two different um, agreements with this guy. So um, before it was a single agreement. You, you agreed to pay me X to do your shows. This is actually two paragraphs because there are two separate agreements that he did. So for the first one, number one, failure to pay as our signed agreement dated October 5th, 2015 for six months of uh, Vegas Video Network production and distribution for a date based upon agreed upon price of X dollars per episode, subtracting the first two episodes, uh, increase a payment of Y. Uh, your failure to pay as agreed invokes at my discretion, section H, 
of the agreement, which states, in consideration of the special rates for volume advertising, this contract is non-cancellable by producer. It is understood and agreed that the producer shall in no event be relieved of any responsibility for time which they may not use as contracted for and by them. So what that basically says is it, there is no reason why you can cancel this. Even if I call your dog ugly, you still have to pay me. Um, and he signed it, so well, that's a problem for him. Uh, the second one is failure to pay per our electronic agreement, which took place on November 3rd, 2016, for the renewal of your Vegas Video Network Co-op 12-month membership. Total due is X. You were instructed on the notice to membership page that cancellation of the automatic renewal of your membership must be done in writing within 10 days. In response to a question by somebody on your behalf or provided an update of your membership via email to you, that person, and your partner on 925-17, indicating your initial membership would have concluded on 12 or 11-2. Here's the name of the email. Here's the date of the email. Because we received no such written notification, your Vegas Video Co-op membership automatically renewed for number 12 months, beginning on this date. Additionally, you acknowledge the fact that we discussed you would credit the Vegas Video Co-op payment of so much dollars towards your Vegas Video Network payment. Uh, that would not have been possible if you had canceled the Vegas Video Co-op. So that's The defense my, rests. That's, that's right. So then the next part is you are hereby informed that you have 10 days from the date of this letter to pay the demand amount or make a satisfactory arrangement with me to fully resolve this matter. In the event this matter is not re resolved to my satisfaction, then it will be my intent to publicly file an action in small claims court where I will also request that you pay the cost of suit associated with having this matter heard by a court. Please guide yourself accordingly. Sincerely, and then my name. Okay. So that was sent out, and I sent it out once, uh, actually December 15th or so, and it came back as not delivered. And I thought, well, that's odd. And so I uh, changed the address on the envelope. I added his business name. I added a suite number, which didn't make sense because he's in a building that you know he's in there. But I'm like, well, maybe that's it. Like, I don't know the rules. I did it. And then I got the letter back um, uh, a few days ago. Uh, so delivered. Yeah, yeah, I, I got the little sign, green receipt that said it was delivered. I said in there that he had 10 days to respond, and he did respond with a, a short email. Now, the response was not to my satisfaction. So mm -hmm. I will. Objection, e Your Honor. <laughs> so I'm either going to uh, provide a response via email or uh, uh, have him served. So the steps to have him serve um, are I filed a, a small claims complaint. So I have to provide the court with. Um, the complaint, I have to have a copy of the demand letter, proof of the mailing, I've got to, I had to pay a fee, um, and then the plaintiff, me, receives a court date uh, from uh, the cl court clerk on small claims um, and provides me that date. Then the second step um, is, or the third step, I'm sorry, is the defendant is soived. Um, and I can't do that, which don't you know, make sense. I can't say, oh, no, no, I served him mm. <laughs> because there's a chance that you they have an independent. Uh, third that's party. right. That's exactly right. The defendant must be served by a third party uh, at least 10 business days before the scheduled court date. So that's what's coming up next. Now, I've also done some research on this guy. and it, You'd be surprised how many things you can find in the public record. This is not a good guy. Um, I'm not going to go into details, but he's not a good guy. Um, and his background is not dissimilar to the other things I found in the first guy. So uh, had I known this, I, I probably never would have gotten you know, in business with the guy in the first place. But I'm in. So what's going to happen now is so this is part one. Part two will be once we go to court. 
I'll walk you through what happens, whether I win or I lose, uh, how it was, was it fun, <laughs> uh, was it not fun, uh, what he said, what I said. Uh, there's a lot of things uh, in this case that are uh, problematic for him. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, but that's it. Thoughts? Uh, I think you're good as long as he doesn't pull out the Chewbacca defense. Which is? Uh, oh, yes. No, the, the, that's pretty good, right? It's, it's, it, that's a, a shout out to uh, South Park. So they have a, they parody, uh, they have a Johnny Cochran, uh, remember from the OJ trial? Oh, I do. And yeah. he, he brings out the Chewbacca defense, uh -huh. which essentially is a, a glorified uh, misdirection. And uh, <laughs> uh, if Chewbacca lives with a bunch of uh, uh, Ewoks, then, you know, you must acquit. Ah, well. Because it doesn't make any sense. Listen, if the Chewbacca offense comes out, I may just concede just because, well, fuck, this is Chewbacca defense. What am I going to do? You can, uh, there's nothing. Nothing you can do. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's there. Uh, so that's it. I, uh, like I said, we'll keep you up to date on what's going on with that. But in the meantime, let's have a drink. All right, it's time for Have a Drink on Me. It's part of the show where I show you a picture of a bar or a speakeasy or a pub or a tavern. What about an ultra lounge? You know what? I uh, almost picked an ultra lounge for today. Uh-huh. And the reviews were so bad. Like, this place is going to douche you. I'm like... <laughs> No, it's it's a pretty well. I, it really is a nice looking bar, but like two and a half stars on you know Google and Yelp. I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to give these guys a little juice. So uh, probably not an ultra lounge, but okay. a lounge. I've spent a few days in a lounge. Mm, what about a pool party? <laughs> pool party. Yeah. I am a pool party, really, if you think about wow. it. So you you get you see this picture and you look at it and go, huh. I think I know what that place is. And you send us an email. And where do you send the email to? Well, you send it to have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. You submit your guess, and there's a, a number of ways to win. How many ways? Five. Half a dozen. Five possible ways to win. First, you provide us a correct answer. We put, oh. you, we put you in the hat. If you submit... Uh, an entry, and you're in the live chat at the same time, another entry. You've just doubled your pleasure, double your fun. But wait, is there more? Yeah, sure, of course. If you send a video or photo guest in, like you in front of a bar going, I think it's this bar, boom, three entries for that. Wait, if you're the first correct answer, the very first, I'm going to give you a double just for working hard getting the job done and then of course if you do an intro video for the entire show something like hey this is dave smith from poughkeepsie and you're watching the living in las vegas podcast on the vegas video network you do one of those i'm putting you in the hatem as well five different ways to win now you may be saying I, I hear the winning stuff but scott what can they win they still in back order yeah uh, if you've got patience, then you, maybe you select yourself a Vegas Video Network Pfizer. Hey, summer's coming, and mm. it'll probably take that long to get these puppies back in stock. <laughs> They're so hot. But you can select one of those and then just wait for the mail to come. Yeah, sure. Every day it'll be like Christmas in July. Hey, you, did I just, someone say, did I hear someone say Christmas? Christmas in July? Then what better way to celebrate Christmas in July than with Christmas Acoustic? 
Christmas acoustic too. Bust one out at Christmas time, save the other one for summer. And then if you need something to get you through that fall season, there's always a good jazzathon. It's also that, good for summer parties. It comes parties. in a nice fall brown. Even. Very nice. Yeah. Or, <laughs> it's coming back in 2018. Uh, but since we can't get any right now, I'm sure Scott will, uh, that, uh, unless you want that exact Zima, and we can, I will autograph that uh, if you are so inclined as well. However, uh, Scott, and maybe me, you never know, sometimes I go out and do crazy fan appearances as well, uh, will buy you a drink. I'll let Scott uh, pay for that one. I'm gonna, I get gator arms when the bill comes. Right. Uh, at, uh, at your uh, select uh, choosing. Thank you, Wayne. Okay, this was an interesting one. Wait a minute, Scott. I, I would like a little bit more than just being a winner. Well, of course you do. You're that kind of guy. For example, Scott, uh, let's say I win and I get one of these visors, which are super rare. So it's June is what you're saying. Of late. Yeah. And I take this visor, I put it on my noggin, I take a picture. It's a selfie that. world. All right, I send it back to that picture and, and I give it to you. Does Wait, anything this is a material world and oh, I'm a material girl. Oh, of course you are. Uh, I send that picture back to you. Scott, does anything magical happen? Does anything magical happen? Yes, you become a part of the galaxy of God. There's Bill and Mr. Testy and Steve and Michael and Robert and Rosie and Michael again and Scott and Binky and Bob and then there's Alan but wait there's more there's Aaron who are nudist and Bob and his wife and Danny and Shan not Shan and Craig and Glenn and Jimmy but wait look at that in front <laughs> 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 and Stuart and Christina, whose all babies are because of my music. And then there's Don, and of course Jackie. And then there's Mike. Look out! And Pops and Sammy and Carol and a dog and Chris and Dad and Scott and Wayne. And let's not forget our buddy Brad. Okay. You okay there? The throat, the throat holding out? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, Grandpa. It's, it's a little harder than it looks, kids. Don't try this at home. Okay, let's look at last week's, or last show's, episodes. Have a drink on me. There it is. See, that looks ultra loungy. It does. Yeah. I, yeah, I would, I would yeah. expect to spend $18 on a drink. There. Without even breathing hard. Right. And, and the answer is Rosina at Palazzo. Rosina at Palazzo. Rosina at Palazzo. By the way, we had 19 out of 23 correct entries. So quite a few mistakes here. Quite a few. 19 out of 23, that's four mistakes. Oh, oh, that's a lot. Four. Our people are usually wow. on track. Our people are on track. That's only like 88%. A little disappointed at the people. That, those four people, please, come What's on. What's 19 divided by 23? Let's wow. do some quick, some quick uh, math here. Uh, 19 uh, 83%. Yeah. Sorry, I was off by five. That's what's B. That's, right. that's barely a B. Come mm -hmm. on, my people are A. I'm A people. All right. So let's see who we got uh, for our entry. You've got your pen and your paper and your all stuff. I do. I do. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Let's go. A number one entry, Mike Q. This is the second time in a row he's been number one. So he gets number one for the correct answer, number one for being the first correct answer, and number, uh, number one more for being in the live chat. That's a triple, ladies and gentlemen, a triple. You're killing me, Smalls. Way to go, Not my to brother. be confused with the drink that you will potentially buy them, which is a single. A single. That's right. In a Especially if you're at... Uh... In a, oh, no. no. In a non-ultra lounge. Uh, next up, we've got Monica Fagan, also known as Binky. Uh, and she gets uh, one for the correct 
Ansoir. And then we've got Mr. Testy, one for the correct answer, one for being in the live chat, Mr. Testy. Uh, previous winner, by the way. Um, and then we've got Jennifer Slutia, who we are meeting tomorrow. And this is a nice change of pace, kids, because instead, of, notes. instead of me buying them a drink, they're going to buy us a drink. They even offered to buy uh, Melissa a drink. She hasn't done this show in three fucking years, and she's still... <laughs> Getting people who want to meet her. Come I mean, on. That's, she's got, yeah, she's got some legacy juice there. I'm working my ass off here, and she gets a, a free drink offer. It's crazy. Next up, we've got Woody Accord. One for the correct answer. Is Woody's also in the live chat. I uh, know. Mm, do I get her drink? Yes. And Woody gets one for being in the live chat under a special name called uh, uh, Lost One Two. Or you could just, you know, you could uh, you could get that drink for Melissa and then just pour it out. For, yeah, every time I walk in there, she's like, when are you going to get rid of these Zemas? I said, I'm trying to give them to him. He just doesn't drink the damn things. He's, he's drinking less than he used to. Uh, Jack Adams. Well, he was red wine for like Jake, three months there. Jake the Ray, Ooh. also known as Jake the Ray. One for the correct answer. Uh, Terry, one for the correct answer. That's a rough stretch. Uh, Michael Snow, also known sometimes as Chicago Snowman. One for the correct answer. Oh, We've nice also got um, Bob Thomas, us. who's in the live chat. One for the correct answer. Bob Thomas gets one for being in the live chat. Moving forward, we got Richard, also known as Phase Jitter, uh, which seems kind of freaky, but he gets one for the correct answer, and Phase Jitter gets one for being in the live chat. How about that? Andy in New Hampshire, a longtime player. I'm not sure if he's won, <laughs> but God bless him for getting in there I mean, and mixing it up. You man. can't win if you don't play, right? That's right, you can't. It's like uh, the hockey guy. You, you miss every goal you don't shoot or mm. fucking I don't know what it is. Uh, next up, VIP Donnie. And then we've got Mike Beatty. We should do it just to show sports analogies with Scott Whitney. No, don't do that. That won't go well. Uh, then we've got Paul, also known by his spy name, Condor954. Uh, one for the correct answer. We've got Eric, who I believe provided uh, a new co-op member to me. And uh, we've got Barb Shotness, one for the correct Hopefully answer. Hopefully one that pays and doesn't have to get sued. All right. Uh, she did ask, uh, you have a 30-day guarantee, right? I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> Steve I, one for the correct answer. Steve's always in the live chat because he's magical. Steve I, one for being in the live chat as well. It's a double. We've also got Bill 98036, kind of a last minute one, but we're letting them play. Mm -hmm. Bill 98 for one for the live chat. I mean, one for the correct answer. Bill 98036, one for being in the live chat. Another double. And then we've got Greg Tappa or Tapper, or we don't really know what his name is, but Gregor gets one for the correct answer. Gregor gets one more for we being. We did Gregor earlier. Uh, did we? No, yeah, maybe not. I don't think so. Did I? No, I don't think I did. Different Craig. Okay. And then we've got Vegas Wee, also known as Pat Huey. One for the correct answer, Vegas Wee. One for being in the live chat. And then finally... You know how many that is? That's what? Do. Do. do Vegas Wee. Do. That's very good. Mm -hmm. Well done. Well done, my brother. Well done. And then finally, we've got Pops. Pops gets one for the correct answer. Pops gets one for being in the live chat. And Pops gets one more for this. Hey kids, I keep urging everybody to send in videos. If you do a video, just be sure to put your phone or camera like this, not like this. And don't try that whole excuse about, oh, I've got a face made for radio. Everybody here is tuned in to watch Scott and Wayne for an hour with maybe a minute of me thrown in. So the bar set pretty low. See ya. 
Six-time winner, Pops. Well, here's, you know what's good? You don't even know I'm going to do this. I'm going to throw a little curveball out there. You ready? I'm ready. I've got one bonus entry left. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. On this tab, i got one bonus entry left. Yes. The next live chatter that asks for the bonus entry, I will award this bonus Okay, entry let's do too. it. The next live chatter who asks for the bonus entry, you're in, even though you didn't do anything of any value. We're waiting. Boom. Ace Bob. of bats. Uh, Ace of bats. Oh, no. Oh, wait. No, I'm Bob. Bob. Bob T seventeen C three. Ooh, that was a close one. That I was very that. close. Wow. You know what, Bob T seventeen C three. You also can tell which one has better internet access. <laughs> and I've, you know what? On this, on the the scrap, I'm gonna do Ace of Bats because they both happen almost at the it same was, time. It was a photo finish. It was it was a photo yep. finish. I completely agree with that. Okay. We've got about 15,000 entries in here. This is a huge group, even though only 83% of them got them right the first time. They made up for it by being in the live chat or other ways of getting more stuff. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yes. Boom, chuck a luck a luck a boom, chuck a luck a luck a boom, chuck a luck a luck a boom. All right. Again, let's remind everyone this uh, this drawing certified by Ernst Young. Right. Not the guys who fucked up the uh, uh, Emmys a couple years ago, or yeah, Emmys. Yeah. No, it was awesome. Oscars. I'm not sure. I, I don't watch to, any of them. Try to tell that. Which one are we always nominated for? Uh, the uh, Emmys. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a uh, like a local, regional. We yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't know. go to those. We're not. We don't. We don't want to compete. We with don't. Them right now. Uh, anyways, drumroll, please. <laughs> you don't have a. Yeah, you don't have a hollow. Here we go. It's Gregor. Oh, see, begging does pay off. Oh, nice. By the way, Dan Jaggers, who won the last episode, I still haven't emailed you about what you like, but I haven't forgot. You're sitting right there, right next to Gregor. <laughs> okay, let's look at this week's Have a Drink on Me. Here it is. And here are your clues. <clears throat> Clue number one. It could have been named after my GPA in high school. <laughs> it could have been named after my grade point average in high school. Uh, to give you some uh, help there. I uh, I know what this is. I know where this is. I don't know what the name of it is. Ah, okay. Fun, mm -hmm. right? Hit number two. Uh, do you know it because you're reading the notes? Or do you no, know no, no, you recognize no. it? I, okay. I recognize actually the, the background gives it away. It does a little bit. if you. And actually that one little, well, yeah, okay, I'm mm -hmm. with you. Hit number two. If you're afraid of heights, you could go to this bar instead of another bar on this property. If you're afraid of heights, you could go to this bar instead of another bar on this same property. Hit number three, this is a tough one. For musical people, if A equals 440, this equals 523.25. <laughs> that, by the way, is my favorite clue. For musical people, if A equals 440, then this equals 523.25. Five. If you know the answer, you're going to send it to have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. And by the way, years ago, huh? You, you and I went there years ago. We, I've, I've been there a number of times. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good bar. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I have, enjoy the whole. Property. They have happy hours all the time. Yeah. The whole, like, I'm a fan of the whole property. As a matter of fact, always have been. In celebration, let's, let's hit some emails. Okay. Wayne. 
Axl Rose is a bitch. You know, I really thought in 2018 when the production budget got reset, I really thought that that would uh, <laughs> we could we could uh, get paid to get that changed. Which part? Uh, the no part way. where. Uh, well, I'm not in it. It's a lot of work, man. I know. That's I would, I I would invite you. If the budget to, were there. If you could only learn how to do Premiere Pro or something, that would be fantastic. Mm. Just give me a little bit of help. All right. Uh, as part of the I'm show where we guy. read your what? Like Bill Riley. We'll do it again. We'll do it live. Do it again. We'll do it, we'll do it live. Whoa. All right. Easy, Bill. Um, how's he doing nowadays? Um, not, not great. Yeah. Uh, part of the show where we take rich. we take yeah we take emails from folks. Typically, if it's a female, then Wayne will read it. If it's a male, then I'll read it. These are all men folk, so we're gonna start with um, Wayne. Take it away, Wayne. Uh, uh, um, this is from Dan, uh, and Dan writes. And Dan writes. Good evening, Scott. Well, hello there. Uh, I guess I'm just chopped liver. <laughs> and anyway. uh, what? Did you read? The, did you screen this first? Why? What's it say? Is it bad? Ah, uh, don't read that part. Okay. Uh, good evening, Scott. Uh, I started watching your show on YouTube a few months back. What's the date uh, on that one? Uh, October. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Well. See, he's. We're getting caught up. Boy. Yeah. Good news is the next email is from December. Okay. I've been kind of skipping around. Started watching your show on YouTube a few months, but still, it was before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, man. Well, so he's, you know we what he's done. We chat with Dan you, you, know what, you know what he did? He does what a lot of people do. They see an episode, and then they go all the way back to the beginning, right. and then they just go, and they don't recognize that yeah. you know, shit's happening. Uh, I started watching a show on YouTube a few months back when I was applying for a job with my current employer that would bring me to Las Vegas. Neat. Last week, I started my new role as a vice president with my company, and will be moving to Las Vegas in the next few months once I find a home. Hey. With that said, I want to start following your program live and in the chat room, but not sure how this is done Using an iPad. Um, Obviously, uh, Dan is uh, uh, has a higher IQ uh, than the average bear. Or he's somewhat computer-savvy, but have never joined a podcast live, signed yeah. into something like what you provide, etc. He's basically, uh, like Madonna, he's a podcast virgin. Yeah, right. Can you guide me? Hey. What do I need to do to participate in the future? Sure. I likely will not join on a regular basis until I move to Vegas. As Tuesday nights is bowling night. No, oh, well. Uh, and as long as he lives in Rapid City, South Dakota, there's nothing else to do there. So I mean, you miss that. bowling night. Yeah. Your whole week's shot. Yeah, I kind of get that. Uh, but with any luck, he will be a full-time supporter of the program in the next 30 to 45 days, Dan. Fantastic. So Sent. From his iPad. Might be might be in the live chat now because we're in January. Uh, so the thing about our particular live stream capability is while it is um, mobile device capable, the live stream itself, the live chat is not. So if you go to, like on your iPad, you go to VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live, you'll see the, the chat and the live video look kind of same. And if you click the video, it'll go full screen. You'll be able to watch it just fine. But you can't chat with us. Um, so that's now you that. You can download the live stream app, but that's a completely separate chat. Yeah. And we don't, that, that app now is focused on their new version of live stream. We actually use their original version of live stream. And the reason is because the delay in what's happening and what they see is about two seconds. The delay in the new version is about 15 to 40 seconds, and you can't have a conversation with your live chat if you're waiting 40 seconds for them to respond. So that's why we're not using the new stuff. Um, so and and just be, and but you can of course watch any of our shows on YouTube, and you can of course watch them on iTunes and Roku and Stitcher and TuneIn and Chromecast and Google Cleave, you know, all that bullshit. Okay, 
iTunes. iTunes, Dan. iTunes and both the video and the audio version for those who care about that thing. Next up, we've got from Lake Havazu H2O. Are vloggers allowed to vlog in casinos? Are there limits? Then he provides a phone number and address. Um, the answer to that question is yes, within reason. Kinda is the answer. Uh, like anything else, if you're not drawing attention to yourself or, or making an yep. ass of yourself, um, it, it's generally not a problem. Um, what uh, will get you in trouble is taking video of uh, especially table games in yep. action. Yep. Um, other people without their permission yep. uh, or in a big public setting uh, where you're kind of being obnoxious about it. Yep. Um, but if it's just you and your friends and you're trying to, oh, like, let me hear, let me get a video of you on Instagram for everyone back home and you play in, you know, Buffalo slot machine yep. or uh, let's take a video of the Bellagio fountains or, yeah. you know, let's dig, I'm going to walk through the, con so here I am at the Bellagio conservatory. Let's yeah. walk through it. Uh, you're not going to have a problem. Yeah. So if you look at most most of these casinos, you'll see somewhere up on a wall that says video is not allowed. It's it's very clear. And that, that allows them to position to say, don't do this. But and Pops will tell you this. Pops, there's a there's a subculture of people out there. Um, and what they do is they film or shoot their gameplay, just the gameplay. Uh, with the hopes of getting a bonus so that they can put that bonus on YouTube and people search for, you know, Wheel of Fortune bonus on YouTube so they can see a bonus. Um, and there's usually not many problems in that. And there's some vloggers who I've seen running around who do Vegas-based vlogs. Same thing. I've never heard any of these guys get in trouble. But like Wayne said, it's it's a matter of, you know, not being an idiot about it. If you're running around, it, and, and I've never seen anybody shoot a table game. No. That doesn't That happen. will immediately get yeah. you yelled at. Doesn't happen. Um, and he's right. If you're shooting other people without their permission, they're going to get pissed off. But I haven't really seen... Um, you know, as a matter of fact, one of the things that we're talking about doing for the premier version of this um, is to do actually really hardcore walking tours and really kind of point out that's where you want to go. That's where you want to stay away uh, from a local's perspective. So, yeah, you can do it, but you just, you know, don't be a dick about it. Um, boo -doo 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 John writes... Hi, Scott. Hello. Uh, again, maybe you guys have problems with it. <laughs> W-A-Y-N-E. It sounds more difficult than it is. Super easy. So, W-A-I-N, Wayne. Uh, hi, Scott. Hi. Uh, I bought a new Roku 4 last month that actually baby. handles YouTube correctly. No yeah. rebuffering or any of those shenanigans. That's nice. I became engrossed with your podcast. That's engrossed. fantastic. Many of them feature uh, you and Brett. Yeah. I'm glad that you made the tribute show for Brett. Uh, was, he was wondering why Brett wasn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched the tribute yesterday on Christmas Day and cried. On Christmas Day? This was, Shit. This was how I felt when uh, Tom Megliozzi died, one of the uh, Car Talk brothers. Oh, right, yeah, Tom? Right. Click yeah, and clap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it dawned on me that's why I liked your show. You and Brett were like brothers. Thanks for your podcast, and thanks for the tribute to Brett. I haven't okay. joined your live stream yet, but look forward to doing so. And actually, I believe he's uh, John's in the chat room tonight. Who is this? This is John from uh, Ohio. Oh. Is John it, in Ohio. I wonder if it's the same John in Ohio. It is. That's me, Wayne. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Oh, hey, John. Um, I would like to say, first of all, that's a very nice email. I would um, not recommend you watch that tribute show on Christmas Day. <laughs> 
you know, uh, presents are open. Even uh, Brett would say, uh, pump the brakes a little bit. (laughs) You don't have to watch this on Christmas Day. Holy crap. But uh, good to have uh, John, whose last name is uh, not pronounceable. And uh, I do appreciate all the kind words. Okay, hey, we've got some time. Let's do a couple uh, uh, live chat questions. Um, and that's, again, part of the cool thing about being in the live chat is you get to be part of the show. So who's your daddy said, are you worried about the decline in Bitcoin? Um, and the answer is nope. Me neither. I and don't have any. You're not into it. I am into it. Um, I've, you know, invested, you know, a, a reasonable amount of money. Um, but I did it because of the long term. I don't do it in the short term. So I'm not one of those guys of which there are many who think they can outthink the market. Now, if, if this isn't a personal question, how long ago did you get in? Were you November in recently, 29th. Or? November 29th. Oh, okay, so fairly recently. Yeah. So you weren't like, uh, you didn't get in like six years ago when it was like 40 cents a Bitcoin. No, we wouldn't be here. We'd be at uh, uh, Rhodes Ranch uh, or whatever the fuck. Right. The, uh, I mean, the your new place where you're born, I'd have people actually not letting people in. Oh. Right, I can't afford that, but you can apparently because of what we're paying you. Um, so, no, I'm not too worried about it. Look, this is all new stuff, and, and it's all I – mean, so, the truth about Bitcoin is – you have to understand what it really is. And it's in the, well, the, the investment. Well, yeah, it's not. And I can go into great detail about what it is and how it compares to what's called fiat, which is the money that we use and blah, 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 blah. But the but it, it actually is based upon uh, the notion of the, the fool's bet or the fool's goal, which is you hope there's a bigger fool who invests after you and pays more money. That's kind of what it is because mm-hmm. it's hard to articulate. You know, that's also how a Ponzi scheme starts. It, well, no. See, that's the thing. People say that, but that's not it. That's, it's, it's me taking money and buying other thing and, and returning that money. That's not what Bitcoin is. So it's not that. No, but you need Nor for is a Ponzi it, scheme. Uh, MLM I'm not, I'm, I'm not right, correct. No, I'm it's not. It's not that. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it's similar in the sense that in that analogy uh, that you just used, a Ponzi, if, if, you, if you were running a Ponzi scheme, you would need more money to come in uh, to, to yes, keep the... that's right. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's happening. I'm not, I'm not robbing Paul to pay Peter. No, I I'm just... Well, well people yeah. are... Just, it's not, that's not what's happening. It's not, it's not that kind of movement. Um, but nonetheless, the underlying infrastructure of what, of what cryptocurrency is, which is called a blockchain, um, there's a lot of value in that concept. And there are other organizations, or I should say other uh, categories of businesses outside of banking that are already doing this. Um, and there's, you know, there's, a, there's, I think, 400 or 200 or some crazy number of crypto coins. I mean, we hear about Bitcoin or Ripple and Ethereum and all that stuff, but there's a shitload of other ones. Um, and uh, I, I think there is something to be said for it. This isn't the show to talk about it in great detail. I have a lot of opinions about it and know a lot more about it than I did when I first heard about it. Um, Breaking so it's news to CNN, Scott Whitney has an opinion. I have an opinion. What? That never happens. Wow. Okay, Pops wants to know, do you ever do street food? If so, where and when? Um, I wonder if that means like uh, roadkill. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he meant like 10-second rule. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll eat it. It's a Popsicle. How bad could yeah, it be? You know what? That's not really a thing here. It's not. There's a lot. So it used, there used if to be. If you go to certain parts of town, you'll see like a taco truck or. Oh, what's uh, that one taco? Taco El Gordo. Is probably mm. the closest thing to a street food like place that's uh, legit and clean. Um, well, or what's the place in uh, downtown uh, Container Park? Mm. That's uh, um, that has the vulgar name. 
that they say isn't the vulgar name? I don't know. I don't really know much about Container Park. You've never been, been there? Oh, yeah, I've been there oh, okay. half a dozen times. But um, I don't really know. Uh, someone help me out with Container Park. It's the, oh, gosh. it's It's got a vulgar name in Spanish. But oh, they're like, no, 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 no. It's not a vulgar name. It's a nickname. Um, and there used to be a really hot food truck vibe here. Um, and um, uh, the El Cortez used to have a, I think it's monthly deal where all these food trucks would park in the parking lot across the street from them. And they had that vibe. But there's not really oh. uh, you know, a street foodie kind of thing that I can think of. Did we go down? I don't know. Did we? Yep. Looks like we did. Uh, continuing on, uh, will I be streaming for AVN? And the answer is nope, I will not be streaming for AVN. I've had uh, media passes for AVN for the past two years, and I never went. Uh, A, because I think it's probably going to be depressing, and B, I had shit to do. So um, I did not go. Uh, let's see. We'll Pinches do tacos is what I was looking for. What's it called? Pinches tacos. Oh, Pinches tacos. That's right. That is a dirty word. Um, they say it's not, though. And uh, what time we got here? Yeah, we'll do one more. Um, I'd be interested in knowing how you guys feel about Vegas being so family friendly right now, um, as there are screaming kids in the hotel room right next to me. So I, um, Vegas actually, actually used to be really hardcore family friendly. They were advertising this place as a family friendly place. And we all realized, as in the casinos realized, this is stupid. We shouldn't be doing this. And they stopped that Disneyland-esque um, Vegasy thing on a big scale. It still exists on a, on However, a scale. However, uh, we asked this person, um, you know, where actually somebody in the live chat mentioned that she was listening to screaming people in Vegas. She's a tourist, and we asked her, "Well, where are you staying?" And she said, uh, "Excalibur." Oh, you mean the place where they have nights and and a, basically it's a cartoon well, thing. The whole place. bottom basement is the fun dungeon, right? Arcade. So, right. Mm -hmm. So, if you're at Circus Circus or Excalibur. You're probably going to run into a kid or 50. Um, if you would rather not do that, I'd say you know, go to another property. Um, but from our perspective, where I hang out, I don't bump into any kids. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm guessing that you probably haven't done that either. Bumped into that either. No? Great. No. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Okay. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for playing along. Thanks for the live chat. And uh, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to us. You can send us an email, like those guys did, at onairq at livinginlv.com. Again, onairq at livinginlv.com. If you want to hear your own voice on our show, you can send us a voice mail. Really? Yep. You go to our website. You click on that little orange tab on the right side. And you click again. You click that green button. And boom, you're giving us a recording because you've got a microphone attached to your computer. You can also see us on the social media stuff. We're on iTunes. We're on Roku and YouTube. Roku, 73,000 accounts. Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple, Google, Fire TV, Google Play, and, of course, the Vegas Video Network website as well. All right. I'm Scott. That there over there is your Wayne. We'll see you guys next time on the Living in Las Vegas podcast on the Vegas Video Network. Take care, everybody. saying they have audio but no video.